This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hello and welcome back to Betch Labs. I'm Jorana. I'm Eileen. I love when you go, hello. <laughs> you gotta project. Yeah, you gotta project the excitement. Um, I'm still hysterically laughing from The Bachelor. We just recorded The Bachelor podcast. Um, you guys should listen to it. And we played like really ridiculous Would You, was it Would you Rather that yes. I was crying. I literally was crying. Jordana gave me a hard one. Um, so you it's easy to make Eileen cry, but <laughs> it was a very funny episode. Um, yeah, it really is easy to make me cry. Speaking of crying, I... So if you have any mean-spirited emails, <laughs> email us at slappedatbetches.com. <laughs> Just kidding, no. But you can email us there with things okay. that are constructive. Yes. Thank you, teacher. <laughs> um, wait, speaking of crying. So last night I watched the Bachelor, the Bachelor in Paradise finale, cried. Then I watched Insecure finale, bald. Like, literally, I was bawling. Insecure is, like, I don't know what happened, but it's just, like, the best show. It just, like, literally was so... I wish I, I want to meet Issa. It's Isa. so good. It, it, I was hysterically crying when they were having that closure. I'm, like, getting tear, teary-eyed now thinking about it. When I, like, had the chills, they were, like, it was so real. Their acting was so good when they were having the closure conversation. All the scenarios are also just, like, very real. Yeah, and it was really funny, like... I like the way that they did it, where they had like three months for each of them. Yeah, was it one month? I think it was three. Oh, um, yeah, I I just, I loved it, and also the Kelly, you know, like the funny character when they were like, yeah. go, doing the pros and cons of like working for white people or working for black people, and she was like, well, then I, Susan, what are you trying to baptize me or something? <laughs> I was. Peeing. She's so funny. She's, She's definitely so the funniest funny. character. Also, she looks amazing. Um. She's doing marathons now. So I really need to meet Isa or something. She, and You're I, listening. And ask Please her, come. like, how did she make this season so much, like, more relatable than any other show ever, right? Yeah. I think it's, like, extremely relatable just, like, in the sense of, like, universal, like, dating stuff and, like, feeling like like that's just the way people date and the way people interact and the way people are single and the way people are in relationships. And the way people fuck up. Right. And yeah. I actually, I mean, like, obviously, like, um, I there's like a racial component to it too, and I think that like I learned. I mean, I learned a lot about like a, another right. culture, and I think that in a way that wasn't like cheesy or weird or like it was. It was like very natural, cheese. right? It's just like very natural. I'm like, oh, this is like another way thing. I think they were talking about like the difference between black women and white women giving a head or anything yeah. like that. There was just like I never even thought about that. Like it's very. I just totally. thought it was very like from like an anthropological thing, just like also just interesting to see it how other people live. gave you such a new perspective on just like, I don't know, things, life, the way diff people diff different people are, are different, you know? Um, I thought like the end, sorry, spoiler alert, just like fast forward one minute, but um, <laughs> if you haven't watched, but the end where she, like Molly goes back to Dro. Yeah. Like, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I think it's a bad idea, but like, like, why do you think gonna... she did that? Because she like tried to do the right thing and be with the she wasn't the into other that. guy, that but like that wasn't great. gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. I think also that was too soon. The what? where the way she slept with um, the, I think guy in the I office. think that was also relatable. It's like you want to go for the guy that like the nice the guy you should you feel like you should be with in a sense yeah. of like this is like a person maybe you're not that into them but like they're going to treat you well and sometimes i think people date people like that a lot um a lot of the time because they're tired of like being jerked around or things it's like true. that and even th but they shouldn't date those people because they don't actually like them i think in order for her to be open to like the other guy i forgot his name like the work guy the lawyer the chicago guy 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she needs to get like the dro out of her system. Like she need that needs maybe to end poorly. It, it's also like maybe you shouldn't be with either of them, and like that's okay too. I mean, like, yeah, for sure. Right. But if if it were, but she would be better off with someone who like made her laugh and it was sweet to her, right? And like is a good companion for life. No, that's true. I think that also like the. But I'm saying the bigger I think lesson is that like you don't have to just be with someone. So if you're like if this guy is bad because he's like married and unavailable and like never gonna be able to give it you want, don't be with him. But if you're not like really that attracted or into this guy, even yeah. though he's got he's like gonna be nice, don't be with him either. Like if you can just wait. You will meet someone who like has both qualities. has it all, and like there's no reason to. You don't just because you're lonely. You shouldn't just be right. with one of those people because then you're gonna miss out on the person that comes along. Yeah, you'll have regrets. Um, exactly. <laughs> I thought it was kind of weird that she went back to like live with Daniel. That was all. That was the that least was the, relatable yeah, thing. That part was like the weirdest thing. Like, why would she do that? Like, why wouldn't she go home to live with her or live with Molly? Yeah, that didn't really like, make. That any- seems like the last person she should be living with. Maybe, yeah. That See, I didn't understand that, really. Like, I thought she was sort of over him. She realized he was like a fuck boy. And I don't think he was ever that bad. He just did that win weird thing. But like, I he th- came in her face. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was that sucked, obviously, like right in her eye. Um, didn't look pleasant. No. Um, I just, I think that it didn't make sense to me because... She has so many other friends, too. She has other friends, and like, it didn't seem like... There's more from him that she should that she's looking like. There's nothing else, right? Like he, she doesn't want to really date him. She's still in love with Lawrence. Why is she go, like go, going back? It seems like that. That seemed like a very odd choice. That was the one thing that didn't really make sense about the, the whole finale. Thing. Yeah, um, but I love the dead orchid. That's real. Remember Lawrence? So his girl, girlfriend brought him on an orchid when he moves into his nice apartment. And then like fast forward a few like days like in his like, you know, calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, and they quickly pan on the orchid and it's completely dead. Like there are no petals. It's, it's so dead. real. No one takes care of it. That's, that's the most realistic thing. It was about just so real. The way they depict plant life is no, really No, because like... he didn't care about it. He didn't take care of it. He's not really that into that girl. I thought he like was into her though. I, it was confusing. I, I think that he was just like trying to be into her she seemed cool yeah i liked her but like oh i thought the 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 saddest most like kind of realistic thing was when like when they were ending their breakup talk and she like has this like fantasy I of was them bawling yeah, that was like because that's what that's what you think in your head it's like we talk about this in our second book i had a yeah. nice time and other lies how to find love and shit like that this yes. like emotional masturbation thing yeah and like in her head she just like played out like if they just got back together and they got married and she had a baby and it was like the whole like the, the whole, whole thing, thing like we've all had those visions yeah like Ugh, it I literally made me, I was crying so hard because it just felt so sad for her because the whole time you knew it was just a vision right. and you knew that she was going to like flash back to like him leaving. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think that just depicted like the like the most like tragic part of being single. Not that being tringle, tr- single is tragic. It's a lot of fun in a lot of ways and great sure. in a lot of ways. But I think like that's like the, the part that really hurts about it is like especially getting over a breakup is just like these like these this like story that you play out in your head of how things could have yeah and then you turned have to out like sort of and that's not real erase it out of your like right you have to like build like dreams. a new an entirely new story for yeah. yourself and which is you, like the saddest part of a breakup for I think. sure and then you're like crying and then you're like upset about you like feel like sad for yourself because right. like it's not something that's gonna happen for you which... right and you like ache for it and you could like right. sort of see that Ugh. in her face oh my god really that was so good 
Oh my god! If anyone, I'm really sorry if you guys haven't watched it and we gave it all up. It's so Again, worth it. This is it not anyway. sponsored. We really just love the show. It's so worth it. It's just like I mean, we are here just to talk about real shit and like real relationships. And like, if there's any show out there that like kind of encapsulates like what like real life is like and like dating, you guys, it's and friendships. Yeah, Insecure is it, best show so on TV good. right now, especially now that Game of Thrones is over. Yes. <laughs> Um, HBO kills it every time Um, in some other lighter news Kim Kardashian is expecting a girl um, with her surrogate right I read that um, they hired security like a full they they moved her into like a random house like an hour out of LA surrogate yeah and she they paid 1.5 million dollars for the security team how much does she get paid I don't know that's unclear but um uh, 1.5 million dollars for security it's like baby mama do you remember Amy Poehler yeah. and Tina Fey and like they have a driver for her like she no one is allowed to like come a foot near her Kanye's like kind of lonely Kanye's like yeah Kanye's like doing the surveillance on, on the house and like watching all the videos it would it would be for me it would take a lot of money to, to do that to do that yeah they're sounds like, like convenient but it's like you're a sl- you're like him and Kanye slave for like, sure like like they're in like a nice house. Yeah, it's almost like you're like an alien host of their child, and it's you're like, like their slave. Yeah. It's like Handmaid's Tale, kind of. Oh my god, it's exactly it's like so Handmaid. like Handmaid's Tale. It is Handmaid's Tale. Holy shit! Right? Because right? what are they gonna do with her after? Praise be. <laughs> Praise be. I wonder if like to when they when she they impregnated her if it was like Kanye holding the, the surrogates holding Kim's legs. Ken's, why hasn't anyone made that video yet? Blessed be the fruit. <laughs> Leave the Lord open. Um, um, yeah, so that's funny. Um, and also, I feel like Kim is like, because she's like not having the baby herself, is like really trying to take advantage by wearing super skanky stuff. For sure. And like, how convenient it is for her that she gets to stay skinny. Like, it's convenient, but I think that, I think there's something about like having I mean obviously people have babies all sorts of ways I'm not trying to uh say anything negative about that but I think there is some sort of connection that you get when you're for like, sure that's what I mean like stomach. I mean it in like a sarcastic way that, yeah. like how convenient it is but for it you. is very nice for her I know she's obviously very into her body and sure. not gaining weight it's and that's probably her, like, business and probably Kanye won't be upset right but um, she d- I mean she looks good but she's definitely like full she's like dying her she's like what can what can pregnant woman not, not do because I'm gonna do all that You're shit. You're gonna see her like snorting coke lines and drinking like five right. iced coffees at she a time. She dyeing her hair. Yeah. Like all like, sorts of colors. Like eating like stuffing sushi in her mouth. Yeah. Um, it's like that scene in uh, Knocked Up where he's reading and talking about like all the th- He's like, this is just a giant list of things you can't do. I'm just gonna be like jumping on a trampoline <laughs> and like doing heroin when, while you just have to sit there. <laughs> he's so thoughtful. Um, yeah, anyway. So last week when we talked about Insecure, we had um, we talked about open relationships because that was really the Molly Drow thing was that like, oh, right. he was in an open marriage. Um, and we told you to give us your opinions and we got a letter and we wanted to read it out loud. Do you want me to read it? Yes. Okay. She was pointing at me. I felt it. Um, okay. Hey, Betches, longtime reader and listener. Am I supposed to compliment you if it's not a dear Betch and just an opinion email? Um, it's never a requirement. Yeah, we it's never just require, and it's just become a trend, which we haven't rejected. We'll still read your emails if you don't say nice shit about us. Yes. Um, regardless, I feel like um, you guys are my friends, and I get so excited every week when the new episode comes out. That's really sweet. 
Um, you, you're our friend too. I have some thoughts in, about open relationships and cheating in general, mostly because I recently caught myself in a situation where I started seeing someone on the side of my serious, committed five-year relationship. At first, I pursued it because I wanted to figure out if I was just bored or if there was a problem in my relationship. It turns out my life is so much more fulfilled with two boyfriends. This new guy, this is interesting, this new guy is married, so we have to be really secretive, but we text all day and adds, and adds so much value to each other's lives. It feels like we were meant to be but our circumstances impede us from actually being together 24 7 but I'm okay with that I don't want to go through all the weird relationship stuff with him like meeting parents money conversations DTR bodily functions etc I like that we can keep things light and fun we don't have to pretend to be anything or not we both feel kind of guilty that this is more of an emotional affair than physical even though the sex is hot but it makes us happy so I feel like I'm considering this self-care and I think that's okay I've dropped hints to my boyfriend that I want an open relationship and he is the jealous type, so that wouldn't work. But I think if you suspend jealousy in a relationship, that a situation like this could work. My secret boyfriend loves art, poetry, and we have the same taste in music. My real boyfriend doesn't, so this works out well. I have a concert buddy, and I don't have to guilt my boyfriend into something that he doesn't want to do. Do you see the perks? XOXO. I got 99 problems, but a BF ain't one. Okay, I have some problems with this. Okay, I have many problems with this also. <laughs> But here's the th- here's the thing what? about this what she's describing here is it sounds like her like a mistress boyfriend is getting all the perks of being in a relationship with her without any of the shit and her real boyfriend is the one who's going to be like has to do all the annoying shit. My question is what does her real boyfriend bring to her? Like right. she didn't say one good thing about him. She just like I as I pictured him he's just like a guy who lays in her bed. Right. Like it's and no he's he doesn't jealous. doesn't bring anything. Yeah, yeah all, everything was kind of negative about him. And I think that like she might be confusing self-care with just like the fact selfishness. that selfishness and just cheating. Like if you're yeah, not, I don't think you can call you, cheating self-care. You can't be in an open relationship when you're not in an open relationship. If the person doesn't agree to it. Right. Then you're just a cheater. Then you're just cheating. Like, right. so, I mean, we're not judging you at all, but I just think that you might have slight delusion about the situation you're in because also the, on the other side of the argument is that the I mean same side of the argument but the the other side of it that the guy who you're like your mistress mister is is also getting like all the perks and he doesn't want to settle down and he doesn't want to do anything with you so it's almost like you're like you're you don't want to admit to yourself that this guy doesn't want to commit to you so you're just like saying like you're just right and you don't want to admit to yourself that your boyfriend that you actually have isn't right for you because he doesn't like all the things that you like and he doesn't want to do the things that you want to do exactly so, so, I mean, I guess I can see where she would think that we were, like, sort of advocating that or talking about that. In our last episode, we were saying, like, wouldn't it be great to have different men who enjoy doing different things? Yeah. But one that involves things being very, like, open, open. and like, everyone agreeing to the that. The keyword in an open relationship is the open right. part. Yeah. And two, I think that, like, I don't know. I just think that this, I don't think, I think that's, like, an ideal situation. I don't think it works in reality. I don't think It that probably it- doesn't because... I mean, unless all parties are so in sync, it would require and on like the same yeah. Page. It would require like your boyfriend to also have someone who did that did that kind of thing for him on the side as as well. If you're everything to one person and they're just like a little part of your life, that doesn't that doesn't really like seem fair or like. I feel like the only way that an open relationship could work is if like an agency puts people together because they like have 
have done like a background check and to see if like are you really into open relationships and then they bring those people together to be vetted <laughs> yeah they have to be vetted to see if like their intentions are true truly like pro open and then it might work yeah i mean i'm saying like in theory this sounds nice but i just think i don't know i i, I, feel I don't think bad. Hu- i think i, feel I think bad. human nature is not like i feel bad for all like yeah. the people being cheated on like the wife and you're her boyfriend. Like, yeah. they, they don't know that you can't be in an open relationship with the other people. Don't it's know betrayal. about it. Yeah. And it's deceptive. <laughs> and it's not nice. <laughs> it's not. It's really not nice. I would really. Like, what if he was doing that to you? I mean, I guess you want to be in an open relationship. But I think that if you, if your boyfriend had someone that he was doing all those things with, I don't think you'd And he was like, this is amazing. And he tries to, con- like, tries to convince you how right. amazing it is. And you'd be like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. Like, let's be honest with ourselves. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. But I mean. It's like, it seems like it's working for you. I have a feeling that will last that long. It doesn't seem like it's working for her because she's cheating. Well, she says she's very happy. But but you obviously don't love your boyfriend that much because if you did, if you really cared about him, you would worry about the fact that you're hurting him by doing this. Yeah, like, would you be as happy as if, if your boyfriend left you and you were just the mistress of the other guy? Like, probably not. Yeah. Um, okay, let's do another one. Oh, if you got, if you, if anybody agrees or like strongly disagrees with what we're saying. Or has any interesting ideas or things to contribute. We, we're not trying to be judgy at all because like open like place here, everyone's allowed their opinions. But I, we're just trying to like decipher whether this is like delusion or reality. Um, so if this girl disagrees with us, like email us. Yeah. Or if anyone disagrees with us, email us at slapped at batches.com. Um, and either share your own personal experience. Yeah. Or tell us why we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Totally. So Eileen, I heard that you've been watching a lot of documentaries about like toxic food and stuff that's bad for you. Yeah, I'm like fake vegan right now. Yeah. No (laughs) no meat, no dairy. Mm, How long have you been? I haven't eaten grilled chicken in like a month. Wow. Yeah, I'm really not into it. It's big for you. Good for the chickens. Bad for you. <laughs> or maybe fine for you. I, I don't know. Fine. My skin's getting better. Um, but speaking of like organic products, have yeah. you heard of Sustain? I I have. I've been seeing that a lot recently. Um, I hear it's like this new alternative, um, like non-toxic, right? Tampons? Yeah. It's non-toxic. Fat- it's feminine products? It's tam- tampons. It's pads. It's condoms. They have like a whole lifestyle um like there's like a lifestyle brand basically just about not putting like bad toxic stuff stuff inside your body which is good i mean i've never even really thought about before i also haven't about like what's in my tampon you like put it in you it's like kind of weird so true you think about all the other stuff you put in you or people and they really want us to know what we're putting inside our bodies and they want to give us good products to put in our vaginas so go to sustainnatural.com and um if you're a listener you can get your first month of free um free products and free shipping when you sign up at sustainnatural.com and use Betches Pod at checkout. That's B-E-T-C-H-E-S-P-O-D at checkout. That's sustainnatural.com and they're all natural vagina friendly products that oh, put yeah. women's bodies first. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> and you get and even like the best thing is that they give ten percent of their profits to women's healthcare organizations. Oh that's amazing. And there's over twenty million women in the US who lack access to reproductive health care. Did you know that? No, I didn't. And that's messed up. I know. That is messed up. Especially Aileen and my moms are both OBGYNs. They are. So we're also committed to women's health care. That's exactly how we met also. Um, <laughs> so again, staynatural.com and use Betch's Pod at checkout for your first free month and free shipping. Okay. Um, let's do another. Let's do it. That wasn't really a dear Betch because she wasn't asking for our advice. But we gave it to her anyway. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. Um, 
Hey, Betches, before I beg for your advice, let me give you your much-deserved phrase. Completely love the podcast, and I wish it was daily so I didn't have to wait a full week for new episodes to come out. I think in our current state of the world, we're being doomed by an orange dictator. <laughs> a daily Betches podcast would really brighten up everyone's lives. Yay. Nice. Well, soon we're going to start filming our podcast, so you get to watch it on Facebook. Find us at, at Betches. Yeah. There's more to come. Anyway, here's my potentially hypothetical problem. A few months ago, a friend that I was close with in high school and the first couple of years of college asked me to stand up in her wedding. I assume she says stand up in this letter a few times. I think it means like be a bridesmaid. Be a bridesmaid? Is she like British or something? I have no idea. We're 27 and haven't been all that close for the last few years. Basically just your casual dinner hangout every few months to keep in touch. I was a little caught off guard when she asked, but I said yes because as you know, it can be difficult and awkward to say no to something like that. Fast forward to a few weeks ago, my best friend got engaged and I will be the maid of honor. The issue is that the ideal date of this bride's wedding falls on the same date that the other wedding that I'm standing up in is. The friend is aware of the other wedding, but I would never tell someone to not plan their wedding date around me. You know, passive aggressiveness and all. I have not purchased anything at all for the first wedding, so money being wasted isn't the issue yet, yet, and these dates are still a year away. But if my newly engaged bestie picks the same date, I would definitely have to drop out of the other one. Am I a rude batch? How do I go about having this difficult conversation? Again, this is just a potential problem as nothing has been set yet, but I'm already stressing. Please help. Sorry for writing the next great American novel in this email. Stress batch. Um, I mean, obviously, like, be your best friend's bridesmaid. Right. I think this is, like, a pretty easy one. It's like, when your friend picks her date, tell your other friend, be like, my... I. I have another wedding and I'm, I didn't realize that it was going to be on the same date and I'm so sorry that I have to, I can't be at yeah. your wedding and I can't be your bridesmaid. Yeah, because she wins in this scenario because she doesn't have to go to the other wedding. Right. Um, <laughs> Which is the rule of thumb we've discovered. Yeah. It's okay as long as you're not, you're not telling someone that like the week before their, if you're telling them that I would say at least like nine months before their wedding. As I think early it's fine. as possible. As early as you, as yeah. soon as your, as your best friend picks her date, you tell the other girl that you can't if she picks the same date. Yeah, just, but what if she, like, picks it and it comes too close? What do you mean? Like, cups comes too close. I guess the dates that are being chosen are, like, a year away, right? Right, that's what I'm saying. So, like, yeah. I feel like people pick their dates, like, pretty close to. Yeah, yeah, as soon as she picks, just be, like, honest and be, like, I'm really sorry. Like, this person, like. Yeah, I'm sure that happens. People, like, can't, suddenly can't come to things. It's not, like, the end of the world, especially the more notice you give someone, the more respectful it is if and someone send a nice gift yeah if someone let's say i was like getting married and i asked someone to be my bridesmaid and then their sister was getting married on the same day as me i would be like oh like you have to drop out that's fine yeah that's fine less not like a big chicken deal. for you um <laughs> okay exactly. let's play some games yeah yes right. oh wait no there's another we have one more dear batch oh we have another quick. one yeah sorry uh, okay should i read it yes dear batch hey y'all after listening to this week's po- episode, I had a question. I begrudgingly, so last week's, I begrudgingly was a bridesmaid, oh, another bridesmaid one. I was a be- begrudgingly was a bridesmaid this past summer for a sorority sister who I'm really not close with. My man will hopefully be popping the question within the next I year. I love girls. They're just like planning these weddings before so they're even engaged. It's, it's hysterical. Um, so my man will, parentheses, hopefully be popping the question within the next year. Do I have to ask her to be my wedding too? She's never someone I would have considered it if it weren't for her just have a- having asked me. If I don't, is it in bad taste to invite her to be a guest? Thanks for your help, future fiance. <laughs> oh my God, I can't with this future fiance shit. Yeah. Um, First of all, don't plan your wedding until you get engaged. Unless um, like you're trying to go for the plaza and your parents are paying for it. Let them plan that shit. It's, this wedding is nice, but it's not the plaza. And it's, <laughs> it's not, not June. June. I'm quoting um, Bride Wars, which is the most absurd movie Obviously. ever. Like, ugh, 
come on. Um, eh. I think you don't have to have anyone be a bridesmaid that you don't want to. Right. I mean, I mean, imagine it's more, it's easier said than done, but I think that happens a lot. Some people have more friends than others. Yeah. Some people have more sisters than others. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? Like, the, and they can't have as many friends. Right. I agree. Um, it's and not so, always personal. And Usually you, it is though. Sometimes people, you don't have, you can have like a large bridal party and you can only have like two people standing. You don't have to have anyone standing up there. It's, you know, there's like many like modern ways in which right. to go about this like, Bit bigger group circle scenario but so if you're if you're not that close with her chances are like she just needs someone to fill up her bridal party yeah or she's delusional i guess i feel like usually the it's the case when like someone's like not that good friends with the bride but they're a bridesmaid it's like the bride just doesn't have that many good friends that's true um so i here's the thing again i we've said this like it's your wedding like do what makes you happy. Um, you're the one paying. So like if you don't want this girl who's not close to you standing by your side when you're like getting married to your man. Like, Would you want that? I feel like, like I wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't want that. You wouldn't want that. So yeah. like just don't do it and then deal with the consequences later. Or like why would – I mean there doesn't even have to be any consequence. I don't think it's like a personal thing. I guess maybe I mean, there if – could I, be. I guess if I made someone a bridesmaid and they didn't make me one, I would like definitely question how close I was with them. It would probably make me think that I – thought I was closer with them than, than <laughs> they were. I mean, do you not agree? Like, I'm for me, I'm like, oh, like that. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking about it from like the from like the bride's point of view. But That's then I, now yeah. I'm putting myself in the shoes of like the person who's asked yeah. someone to be a bridesmaid and they didn't ask me. I think I'd be like a little insulted. But then it would just make me think like maybe we're just not as close as I thought we were. Or maybe they have like a lot of sisters and cousins and their boyfriend has a lot of sisters and they just don't have room. Yeah, like if you don't, if you don't, if you have a small bar- bridal party, um, and it's not full of your family members. <laughs> I think the other person's probably just going to question why. Um, I feel bad for the other bride. But like, what better time to re-examine a friendship than <laughs> I guess than a wedding? I think weddings make you examine a lot of things in your life. I haven't been married, but yeah. I would imagine. I mean, like, it's like you have to talk. You have to think about like what kind of lifestyle you want. What kind of wedding you're like need to throw like what's important to you like where you want to spend your money who you want like standing next to you who you want to make a speech yeah who you want to marry you that's the most important one no i mean uh, i meant like <laughs> oh to, who do you want like to to officiate. to officiate yeah 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 like there's a lot of things that are sort of like represent i mean th- weddings are kind of stupid but like at the same time they also like are a good representation of like you and your values and what you want in life yeah i guess i don't really i think of it like i just think it just needs to be personal a wedding like personal in the sense that like both of you are happy and that like you're making choices not because other people want it for you yeah it needs to be unless, personal personal and expensive and yeah <laughs> unless they're paying for it in which you can allow the parents <laughs> um whatever input anyway okay let's play games let's play games okay if you have any other questions bridal related or not bridal related yeah please email us at slapped at betches.com give me a non-bridesmaid question unless it has to do with like fashion <laughs> okay which dress looks best on me i'm sure they're gonna consult send us yeah. pictures yeah. okay uh let's play games so this one's from a listener i don't think she gave her name uh right. would you rather have no body hair aka be bald with no eyebrows or go oh natural like not shave or wax 
uh, basically be a gorilla. <laughs> it depends what nationality or like where I'm from. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> yeah, it depends like what. Um, What's acceptable in your circle? No, it depends like what is my family culture? Like how gorilla am I going to be? Like I, me personally, I'm not, I don't have that, that much body hair. If I go au natural, it'll look a little fucking weird. But I'm like, we have a friend <laughs> who is, um, Middle Eastern <laughs> and like, you know, I think I grow less body hair than she might. And I think she might go with the bald root. You know but what no I mean? no eyebrows. Yeah. You I think draw I would- them in, draw them in. We're hats. Yeah, I mean, I guess I assume you're not allowed to get laser either. No, but like, okay, that or walking around with literally like a coat of hair on your legs. Ugh. I guess you can wear jeans on your arms, on your face. Yeah, I don't really, I mean, I don't really like, have that much hair either, but like. Yeah, that's what I mean. But like, what if you're like growing a fucking What about beard? your armpits? You have to have like hairy armpits? Yeah, yeah. But like, that's becoming like kind of unnecessarily acceptable recently. Ugh, and that. I like hate it. Because like. I don't like that at all. Like, you're smelling bad. You're going to smell bad. <laughs> it's very French. It's very Francais. Um, I'm really sorry for calling out a French. <laughs> and I'm sorry for repeating oh. it now. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Let's talk about the next thing. Okay. okay. What are your thoughts on overweight? So we do, we haven't done this in a while. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this? Basically a game where we bring up a topic, we say our thoughts on it. It's very complicated. <laughs> yeah. There are no rules. Okay. What are your thoughts on overweight fitness instructors? Okay. Um, I was thinking about this the other day. Cause like sometimes I know, they're just, prompted it. sometimes they're just good. They're like just as good. Yeah. In the workout I think is the non ones, but it definitely is a little more motivating. I think if the fitness instructor has like a pretty good body. Um, yeah, for sure. Like, I also think that like they know what they're doing. Right. So. Well, part of it is like you look at the instructor and you're like, if you can't get a body that I want, then like, how are you going to get me a body that I want? Right. But that's not always, but it's also it's not like some people case. have just like naturally different. Also, people have like different, like go through personal things. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they need to keep their job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, if you're, if you're going through like a breakup and you're putting on, like you put on 10 pounds or something, right. but you still need But I mean, it's part of your money. job is to like. Agreed. Right. I'm like kind of torn because part of me feels bad for like thinking that way but it's also like i don't know you're supposed to be motivational it's like right i agree like it's called fits for a reason i once went to like a yoga class and um the instructor was like like not small right (laughs) but she was so flexible like she was insanely flexible so i was thinking like hmm like i guess this just means that i'm i'm not gonna get skinny just doing yoga (laughs) So I need to go to Barry's. Yeah, and I mean a lot of the, also a lot of the times in most fitness classes, um, the instructor isn't just doing the class that they're doing. Right, almost all right. because I've like gone to like those intense like boot camp classes classes, and the instructor will be like, oh, and say hi to this bitch from Soul Cycle and like this person right. from like Peloton, and I'm like, I know you're. Secrets, <laughs> right? They're not spinning all Just the time. Just tell us the real, the real reason that you the, look the way you do. What you're really doing? Yeah, I mean, also, or tell us the real reason you shouldn't. You're not looking the way you're supposed to. Um, they're probably, honestly probably going through something. I mean, half the time, nutrition—not half, like eighty percent of like everything of the way you look—is nutrition. So, I mean, one has more self-control than the other, you know? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I think that, like, a fitness instructor, like, if you are a fitness instructor, you should try your best to have like a body that's. Kind of a, a little tight, <laughs> tighter. Yeah, just 
just go on the scale and weigh less subtract 20 pounds and weigh that that. (laughs) um not fat shaming just quoting movie okay um let me give you another one okay um would you rather be a little dumb but very fun or extremely smart but very socially awkward and weird what do you mean by weird just socially awkward fine i think i'd i think i might rather be a little dumb but very fun yeah and like i i agree with you because being extremely smart like you on you're more likely unhappy like you're more likely to be happy if you're a little dumb and like totally positive and having a good time i agree like what sucks but like sucks it really sucks because you're only a little dumb you're not like completely vapid right whereas like if you're extremely smart you could just be a little bit less smart and still be happy like you'll if you're a little happy rather because you're it's better to be like more towards the middle i guess than being extremes of like socially like inept but very smart probably better for the world if if you're really smart and socially inept but totally yeah better for me to be a little (laughs) dumb (laughs) yeah we're not like yeah we're not talking about like helping people right now. <laughs> Just like in terms of like social someone else will be really smart for you. Things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I don't think I'm the smartest person in the world, but I have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not like a little dumb. You're definitely like smarter than most. Than dumb. I'm smarter than I am dumb. You're, I would say like on the, <laughs> on the like scale of like on like of the average American, you were smarter than the smarter. average American. Okay. Thank you. That's really nice. We're smarter than the median American. But I'm, I'm saying like you're not really a good example. Okay, fine. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Um, I would like think of an ex- I would think of an example, but it's it's hard. It's really hard. Yeah. Um, but I'd rather just be happy and a little bit stupid. Yeah, <laughs> happiness, ultimate goal. Just a dumb, happy idiot. <laughs> Um, unless you're dating a dumb happy idiot and you're smart that's really not a great thing because you're like be smarter (laughs) go on the smartness scale increase your IQ by 10 points and and be be that that. (laughs) exactly okay do you want to do one more? Okay. Okay. Um, now, obviously, yesterday was 9-11, or by the time you heard this, two days ago was 9-11. Yeah. Um, obviously, thoughts and prayers. Yes. But I went to the 9-11 museum recently. Yeah. And it got me thinking, um, would I date a guy who didn't know what 9-11 was? If he just, was he too young? Like, what was wrong with him? Wait, first of all, the 9-11 museum is so fucking sad. Did you go in there? Yeah, I, I thought it was a very good museum. It was though. really, really good. It made you, like, feel like... You really, it, you, they say never forget. Like it makes you really remember and yeah. like be. And like, it's so it's like recent enough that they have like very. Yeah, and you like the went when they were like playing the the, the cassettes. It really like felt yeah. like in it. You everyone should go if they haven't gone. Um, but anyway, sorry we didn't mean to go depressed depressing on you. But okay, so what I did a guy if he didn't know what nine eleven yeah, was. Yeah, like okay, so you're going. He's, What's the rather? And it's just like, would you, it's like, would that be a red flag or a deal breaker? Like, you're like, you're like, you, you're, you're dating a guy and you say, let's sit, let's, why don't we go to the 9-11 museum? And he says, sure, great. But like, what, what's 9-11? Did that happen to you? No, it didn't, <laughs> it didn't happen to me. Um, no. Oh my God. I would be like, okay, actually, never mind. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> a deal breaker? You stay here. Yeah. What do you mean? Maybe he was out that day. He didn't hear about it like at any point in the ten years that we've been like like history isn't his favorite subject. Serious? <laughs> no, I mean, okay, it would be different if he didn't hear about like a ter- like a major terrorism attack that happened not in the country. What if he's not from here? Okay, what if he's not from here? Then the red flag would be 
I, it would be a lot less, like exponentially less. Right. Because it, it if he was like, oh, this terrible attack happened 10 years ago to my country, wherever it oh, is. Yeah, you probably wouldn't know. You definitely wouldn't know. <laughs> It's like when we were in Croatia and they were talking about like the Croatian <laughs> war. <laughs> we were like, oh, oh yeah, like sure. with, with like communism? <laughs> and they're like, no, like nothing to do with that. Yeah, no, yeah. I like, no. I, so it, it uh, the if he's from America and he didn't deal know breaker, it, deal breaker. If he's from another country, not deal red breaker. flag. Yeah. Red, a slight red flag, barely any. Um, Although Americans really like to put it in your face. That's true. So where have you been? <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, it would just be weird. It's like you never, never heard anything ever. It's also a little bit like, well, like you could take American centric. <laughs> take them to the 9/11 museum. They know all about it. Exactly. Um, anyway, it would be it might be indicative of a larger issue in their life, though. Potentially, but would you think it was indicative of a larger issue in your life if you didn't hear about like some genocide that happened in another country? No, but those countries are random. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we should probably leave yeah, before we say anything else bad. Okay. Um, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Email so, us. Uh, we're we're joking, obviously. Like all countries are important. Yeah. Um, <laughs> email us at slappedatbetches.com to yell at us for ignorance. We will oh, um, try yeah. to be less so next time. I hope that the name of this this is going to be like all countries are important. <laughs> anyway, um, please don't forget to tell all of your friends about our ridiculous podcast. Um, Rate us. Write your comments on the iTunes. I don't give a shit if you write negative sh- stuff. Just rate the five stars. We'll love it. And maybe and email us, and we'll answer your stuff. And we'll and it's surprising. And then to show all your friends that we that we answer it and brag. It's like an am- amazing bragging right. So um, now I'm bragging about myself. So um, <laughs> all right, we got to go back to the office. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>